Wake up. It's the morning motivation with Brittany Daniel. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Happy Thursday, November 10th. I hope you guys are doing well out there. Oh, y'all look at This is a fresh face. <laughs> look at this shiny, fresh face. <laughs> you know, I don't like doing makeup every day. It's really cute. Don't get me wrong. But you know, it's just like, I feel fresh. I just want to feel fresh. I'm working from home today, so I want to feel fresh. So I hope y'all don't mind the fresh face, okay? But I hope you guys are doing well. I hope that you guys are blessed. Let me share with you guys really quick before we jump into our prayer and our shout outs. I will be at the Divas Heels and Networking event on November 12th, this Saturday from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. with these beautiful Young ladies, come join us if you are in the Atlanta area. And I will be a facilitator at the, the at the Purpose Journey Conference from November 17th through the 19th. The first day is virtual, um, but everything is linked down below if you guys would like to just check it out, see what's going on, look at the ticket prices. It's going to be phenomenal, both events. One is this weekend, one is the uh, next weekend. So I hope that you guys can join us. If you are in the Atlanta area, I would love to meet you, love to see you and just get full. Um, new year is coming up. Let me know also in the comments if I'm debating whether or not to kick off one last coaching series. It will be group coaching for the month of December to see if you guys want to prepare yourselves for 2023. Like, do you want to spend a few days out of December, gearing up mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and all of that. Let me know in the comments if you guys are interested. Um, check out BrittanyTheHost.com and fill out the pop-up to went to enter a book giveaway if you guys want to do that. But let me know because we got about, I'm already thinking about December in 2023. So let me know if that is something you're interested in. If you are listening on the podcast or you're listening later. Um, DM me on Instagram at Brittany, the host labeled right down here. So uh, let me know if that's something that you guys are interested in, because I want to put something together. But if y'all don't care, y'all don't want it. I ain't doing it because it's mostly going to be geared for my morning motivators, um, as well as the folks who've already taken the 555. It's a step up. It's something it's like a deeper dive into your goals, your dreams, your connection with God and things like that. So let me know if that's something you guys are interested in, putting in the comments. Okay, let's jump into it. Let's go ahead and do our morning prayer. First time watching, go ahead and let me know where you're watching from in the shout outs in the comments. Let me know we go live each and every weekday at 8 a.m. Eastern. So let's jump right into it. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for waking us up again and letting us fellowship through the internet. I pray everyone watching here and now, here now and later, will be just filled with ideas and and motivation and determination and insight into what you are calling them to do. The body of Christ right now is being pulled in a positive overflow direction. I feel it. My congregation feels the Lord. And I pray that everyone listening now and later will feel it as well. If you are calling them to their greatness, Lord, make that call loud and clear. Let no stone go unturned. Let them know that you are calling them, that they have a gift that you want them to un to release into the world and do the things that are pleasing in your sight. Please guide our steps. Give us wisdom. Give us prosperity along this journey and, and fill us with everything we need to get to the other side. In your darling son, Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, let's go to the shout outs. Oh, I left my iPad upstairs. Darn it. <laughs> 
my bag. Got my other notes in there. Okay. Good morning, Turquoise. Good morning, Brandy. Good morning, Ashley Rich Rising Girl. Good morning, Cookie Monster. Good morning, Nana. Good morning, L. Good morning, Stacy. Good morning, Destiny. Shirley said, good morning, morning motivation family. I'm here today, but I'm going to be listening. I have a migraine headache this morning. Oh, I'm sorry. Y'all pray for Shirley's healing. Thank you, Miss Shirley, for being here. Just turn us down because, you know, I can get a little loud. Okay, I'm sorry. And y'all, I do not edit these afterwards. So if the, the levels be going, I apologize. I'm sorry. I know y'all be in the car like, Jesus. <laughs> sorry, y'all. But uh, Miss Shirley, I hope you feel better. Uh, Diamond, I know it's almost Friday. Y'all, we be ready. We be rushing to Friday, right? <laughs> Good morning, Diamond. Good morning, Shador. Good morning, Crystal. Good morning. Shaquilla, did I say that right? What up, Shaquilla? I forgot my water, y'all. Jesus, I'm be thirsty. Authenticating beauty. Good morning. Good morning, Sydney. Good morning. I hope you, yes, I hope Miss Shirley feels better. What's up, Miss Unique? I'll be having to read that. Unique. Good morning, Melanin, honey. Good morning, such a lady. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning, Aubrey. Y'all done showed out this morning. Hello, morning motivators. Good morning, Mika. Good morning, Marcy. Yes, climbing stairs at the gym while listening today. Come on, fitness. Period. I y'all worked out two days this week. I'm gonna work out possibly today. Yeah, because tomorrow I'm not gonna work out in the evening, but I'm gonna work out today. Um, socialize Simone. Good morning. Good morning, Sydney. If you do December coaching, will we still be eligible for regular coaching in 2023? Yes. So all it is for December is group coaching. There's five weeks, so there will be five modules, just like 555, but it's going to be a deep dive into what you want to accomplish. We're going to look at where you are and where you want to go so that you have a game plan for 2023. We're not waiting until January um, to start preparing for our goals. Like Anything that we're praying for and that we're asking for, we have to prepare in order to receive. So it's all about preparation for 2023. So then when 2023 hits, we're not like trying to figure out a plan. We're already like, this is my game plan. This is what I want. This is what I'm doing for God. This is what I'm doing for myself. This is what I'm doing for my physical health, spiritual health. It's like, um, it's like 555 2.0. So even if you took the 555, it would still be beneficial with this because we're going deeper, uh, especially the spiritual aspect, especially the self aspect. We're just going deeper so that you have a solid game plan entering into 2023. All right. Um, but yes, you still be eligible for regular coaching. So my books are closed, y'all. So if you did want coaching this year for 2022, my books are closed. So if you have not gotten in where you fit in, I have two people left on my calendar. And once their sessions are up, then that's it for the rest of the year because I need to take a woosaw. I need to take a mental break. But I do want to open the, that coaching. It's a group coaching. It's not one-on-one. -on -one. There's no more one-on-ones for 2022. So if you didn't get in, I'm sorry, girl. I did it all almost all year from like, well, not all year, from the spring to the fall. So books are closed, but I will be opening them back up in 2023. Not sure how, not sure when, because I'm also planning for 2023 content, deciding if I want to move forward with morning motivation. There's a lot on my plate with that. So I'm doing my own planning and preparation starting now. All right. Thank you for that. That was a great question. Thank you, Sydney. Marcy says, girl, go get that iPad and drink. <laughs> Wait. I know I'm over here swallowing my spit. Thank you, Marcy. <laughs> 
Mars said, girl, don't pass out. I'm winning motivation. Uh, good morning, uh, Shonda. You okay? I can talk and text. <laughs> can read if I get a reply, please. Absolutely. Good morning, Diamond. Good morning, Nana. Sydney says, we love some good planning and preparation. We got to, y'all. You have to prepare. The Bible says prepare your fields, okay? When we plant seeds in the kingdom, if you're asking God for something and you're planting your seeds, we can't just plan. Remember what Proverbs says, you can't just plan and go, I mean, try to plant your seeds and you're not watering. You're not, you know, hey, look, I got this much land. Is my soil good? Like we're we're doing a maintenance check on ourselves mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. And we're deep diving and having a game plan entering into 2023. So there's no excuses. We don't be like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Ain't no fall off. We got it planned out. We know what we're going to do. We know the schedule. We know the game plan. It is going to be a basically a big strategy session every Thursday of December gearing up for 2023 because it's perfect. Every Thursday, there's no holidays going on. It is strictly just. Um, a regular day and then the holiday falls that. So you plan and then you get to enjoy your weekend. Does that make sense? Like you get to plan and then enjoy your New Year's, enjoy your Christmas, enjoy like the Thursdays just line up and there's five of them in December, which is great. So it's like, I was like, oh, that's perfect. You know, I like doing group coaching on Thursday nights. So then that way I don't interrupt your, your week. I don't interrupt your weekend. We hit it hard on Thursday and then we move forward. Um. <clears throat> Cookie Monster says, I need to get to go back to the gym. Haven't been since lockdown in 2020. And I've been working, I've been walking around for an, about an hour. Okay, well, walking is good. Walking is better than nothing. But yes, ladies, we got to get it right. Get it tight. Okay, get a, get back in the gym or, or get a workout routine. If you can't, if the gym is not feasible, if it's too far, at least we got to get the routines. And if you can't get to... If you can't get to a gym, there's so many free workouts on YouTube. So many free workouts. It's just about making the time. And we make time for what we want to make time for. Some uh Sydney says, no big facts. You can turn, you can turn on the elevator music and go <laughs> and get the stuff you need. <laughs> she like, girl, go get it. <laughs> Good morning. Yes, KB. How are you? I hope you're doing well. All right, y'all done talked enough. Um, dang, some Sydney, like, go get it, girl. I'm like, I'm tempted, but I don't want to, I don't want to leave. Uh, Crystal says, I'm trying to buy a house, buy my first house next year. So I definitely need a plan. Absolutely. And that's what the financial module comes into. Um, so Sorry, I'm getting into morning motivation time, y'all, but just a deep dive. So if anybody's taking my 555, it's self, it's physical, financial, mental, spiritual, right? No, relationships and spiritual. So that's not the order, but those are the modules that we we talk about. So it's that 2.0. So we're deep diving in there. So during the financial, the financial bracket of it, you're going to come up with a financial game plan for yourself. And since every family is different, like, your every goal is going to be different. And those are the goals that we're going to hit um, in that financial module. <clears throat> you're going to, you're going to, so what happens is we talk about it. This is how it's going to work y'all with the, with the, with the group coaching. We're going to talk about a few things. I'm going to answer some questions. It's going to be laid out. Then you're going to get homework and your homework is going to be to boom, 
come up with that financial plan, but you get the outline from me. So you'll, you'll know what kind of goals you have here. You'll know this, you'll know that. Does that make sense? You'll know how many bills you have. You'll know how much debt you have because you're going to fill that in and everybody's going to do that individually. So if you ever took my coaching, everybody gets homework. Okay. You don't, you don't, it ain't just, I show up. Yay. It's not, no, it ain't a church service. <laughs> it ain't Bible study. You show up, you, you get the information, you talk, you ask your questions. We talk about your obstacles that you're dealing with. If there's anything that you're like, you're, we shift your mindset. We talk about mindset in each module and then you get homework. And then in your homework, that's where you will write out your game plan. Okay. So we're not wasting time. And then we might do a little bit of the homework during this actual session. <clears throat> if you guys have any other questions, you guys can DM me. I don't want to take up all of morning motivation explaining that. Um, not to say that you can't ask questions. You can definitely ask questions. But if you guys have any questions, DM me. If you're interested, email me. You can either email me or DM me at Brittany the host. If you do not have Instagram, email me at Brittany the host and I will answer your questions, get back to you and all of that. But the I will be opening up registration next week. So I'll be talking about it. Registration will be open in next week. And then in two weeks after that, boom, on the 1st of December, we'll be kicking that off. So if you're interested, let me know. If you have questions, let me know. Um, Percy says, well, if y'all are interested, if y'all ain't interested, then I'm just going to take my December and just chill out. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Percy says, hey, Angel Brittany. What's up, Percy? Thank you for the super chat. I appreciate it. Am. I know it's early, but you told us to get back in church and I was thinking about it. <laughs> he said thinking. Hold on. Just thinking about it. But this happened. My pastor uh, disrespected me and I'm and I confronted him. Possibly need to talk to you. OK. Percy. Email me and we can uh, let me see what I can do, because my books are closed for my sessions. Um, because I do a lot now in the after in the evenings, but email me and let's see what we can work out. Um, I want to say like this: don't let one person, right? Don't let one person in the church or a church, because I was I I felt like I was shaded by a pastor too, so I understand a little bit. I don't know the nuances to your to to the situation. Don't let one person deter you from God and Christ. That just might not be the church. That might just not be the environment that you need to be in because your, your church environment should be friendly. Like everybody at my church speaks to each other. We hug each other. Um, I was listening to um, Raven's podcast and she was talking about making friends as adults, right? And how, you know, a lot of people, when you get to a certain age, they already got their friends and they're not making no new friends. At my church, I have so many new friends. And if I, I say friends lightly because of course I don't really know a whole bunch about them and stuff like that. But the relationships and the connections that I've made just in my church have been phenomenal. Like I know that I can go to them and talk to them about certain things. I know that they will pray for me. I know that I like, cause we congregate, like they be kicking us out of church y'all after church and Bible study, especially after Bible study. Cause it's so late. They kick us out of church. Like one of our security guards, Brandon be turning off the lights on us. Cause we will sit there and just talk and fellowship and just communicate and stuff like that. So don't allow one person to mess up your relationship with God for one, because God and people are two different entities, right? Your connection with Jesus Christ. And then you being able to find a really good church that does give you that, that, that family friend environment. Every church is not created equal. I understand that, but neither are people. 
if you go on a date with three different women, you're going to have three different experiences, right? So just like you wouldn't stop dating women because one woman did you wrong, don't dismiss church or the environment because one person wronged you. And I understand church hurt is different. I understand there's a lot of people out there that are healing from church hurt, but would you stop dating or stop trying to find the love of your life because you had one bad date or a couple bad dates? No, you wouldn't, right? For whatever reason, when we get hurt with church and we get disrespected or we something happens, we throw God out. We throw, you know what? That's why I don't bump with Christians off of one person. We don't do that when it comes with dating and, and friendships and things like that. Like we're not going to not have any friends because one friend did, did us wrong or we're not going to stop dating or get married because one person did us wrong, right? So we have to have the same mindset when it comes to church, when it comes to people are going to be people. The Bible tells you, that's why you don't put your faith in man because people are going to be people, right? So make sure that you don't allow that one, that, that time to jack up your relationship with God and, and everything. Um, thank you for the super chat, Percy. Well, some of the things he was talk telling me, I said, I feel like you were disrespected. You disrespected my intellect. And he said, I don't see you as an intellectual. Well, he just showed you who, you know, I, I wouldn't go back to his church because nobody, nobody should be talking to each other like that. That's not cool. Um, I understand that you're probably pissed <laughs> and I would be too. And as a man, you have the right to check. He's still a human. And as a pastor, you are held to a different standard to move a certain way. But don't, what I'm saying is don't allow this person to make you fall out with God, make you not be the best Christian you can be. He's just a person, right? If, if Brandy were to cuss me out right now, I'm not going to change my my who I am and what I'm doing in my life and stoop down to Brandy's level. Don't let nobody rock you from who you are and what God has called you to be in the connection that God is trying to do. Cause some, a lot of times that's the enemy. The enemy is trying to get you away from God. The enemy is trying to separate you from the body of Christ. The enemy is trying to disconnect you and disassociate you with your core right? Not to say that church or that person. No, nah, he was wrong. Do what you got to do, right? You forgive and you move forward. But don't let that one situation rock your relationship with God. Because a lot of times, like I just said, people will be church hurt and then everything goes, they throw the baby and the bath water out the window. Like, nope, bump you, bump Christian, bump God. They'll, And I don't want you to be so hurt. And thank you for the extra super chat. But I don't want you to be hurt to the point where you dismiss everything that you've learned, you've grown from. You know, the Bible also says, too, that sometimes we may need to hear something and it may be delivered through a person we don't like. But we're supposed to still absorb the message and not the person. So, again, you can remove churches. You don't have to be cool with that person anymore. You you can love them from 50 feet, but don't stop your growth as a man, your spiritual journey and relationship with God because of this one situation. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. <clears throat> What's going on, Miss Shirley? Miss Shirley says, please keep me in your prayers for my overall health. I thank everyone in advance for your prayers. Okay. 
It's already done, Miss Shirley. We talked about, oh, we talked about that last night in church. It is already done. It is already done. God wants you healthy and whole. It is already done. Have faith. Y'all make sure you guys pray for Miss Shirley. Let's, let's, oh, I need to go get my, I need to go get it. I need to go get my notes from last night. This is perfect for Miss Shirley. Yes, y'all keep praying for Miss Shirley. I'm going, okay, I'm going to take, um, I'm a, I'm so sorry. This is a little ghetto, y'all. I'm going to grab my, I'm going to grab my iPad and be right back. Okay. To, to, give me, give me, hurry up. Okay, y'all, I'm back. <laughs> okay. Ooh. No, the reason why I wanted to go, y'all know I hate, I do not like interrupting morning motivation. We talked about this last night in Bible study. So the notes that I'm about to read, y'all, I swear I worked out, y'all. That was hard. I just did a speed race up some stairs. Down. Hold on. <laughs> Ooh, okay. The reason why I wanted to go grab my iPad is because I took notes. This is how I take notes. I take my Bible and my notes and my iPad. <laughs> All right. And the reason why I wanted to grab this, and I'm so, I'm not happy Miss Shirley's going through this at the, you know, feeling away. But this was the message last night. So these are not my notes. I was going to talk about something totally different, but I felt like maybe I should extend this message that we had last night. Um, let me see. Ooh, okay. Okay, yes. Come on, Ellie. Don't do too much now. Tell me that is ghetto. Whatever. Okay, it don't matter. Anyways, I'm back. All right, so last night during Bible study, it says he talked he talked about, I forgot what the uh young man, he's an elder. He's young though. They called him elder, I forgot his name, but we had a, a guest pastor on our at our church last night. And his message was so powerful. And one of the things that he said is, are you truly ready to get to the other side? And what is standing? And it says this is standing between you getting to the other side. So how he explained it was we're over here, right? We're over here either in pain we're suffering mentally, emotionally. Maybe it's physical pain, spiritual pain, whatever the case is, right? And God wants us over here. But something in between is keeping us from being in faith. We, we will tell ourselves that, you know, we really don't believe in something like we'll tell. We'll say that, yeah, we have faith in God. But then our actions, our mental, our mentalities will be the exact opposite. Right. Well, we really don't believe. He also said that. Um, sometimes the process is too daunting for us to go through, so it could be trying to get a new job, trying to end a relationship or start another relationship, trying to get a house, whatever that goal is, trying to get in better health, right? Wanting better health where we feel like if the doctor tells you, okay, hey, look, your cholesterol, I'm not saying Miss Shirley, I don't know, but the process, uh, they might tell somebody that, hey, your cholesterol is too high. You need to change your eating habits. Or, you know, if you don't change your eating habits, you're going to be in dialysis or whatever the case may be. And there's something in between that is keeping you from getting to others to the other side of healing, 
of health, of faith, or you're getting, you're, you're trying to buy a house and you're like, my credit is too jacked up. I can't do that. It's that in between that discipline and that consistency that is keeping you from getting to where God, God wants you to be to the other side. And it says there's too much at stake, not to like a lot of you have a lot of you have a, a big calling on your life, right? It's not coincidence that you guys listen to this every day. It's not a coincidence that um, you guys feel drawn to me. It's not a coincidence that I, I talk about certain topics and you guys go, um, oh, wow, I didn't, I, you know, that, that resonated with me or I needed to hear that. That's no coincidence, right? And there's too much at stake for y'all to stay in limbo, to, to be so hesitant with fear and not really trusting God. Cause we'll be like, yeah, God, I trust you. Yeah. I have faith. But then our actions say the exact opposite. We'll be freaking out. We'll be worried. We'll be stressed. You know, we already talked about yesterday, casting our burdens onto God, right? Giving our, giving our burdens onto Jesus and letting him hold that weight. But we're steady worried about it. We're steady in our head. We're steady, like listening to what the doctor says. It's already done. You're already healed. You're already, it's just going to take doing the work, right? It's already done. And then another thing that he said last night, he says, God is doing it. God is going to do it suddenly. So I don't care what diagnosis was diagnosed to you. And again, I'm not a doctor, but there have been plenty of times where God has worked miracles where they told people, hey, you're going to die in six months and that person lives three years or, um, you know, oh, there's no way we, we don't know what this is. And then that person is healed. So we can't have faith in man. We can't have faith in what the world tells us. People will tell you all the time, oh, you, you, you never going to get married. You never going to do that. Do y'all not know who God, who, who, what God I serve? And sometimes when we, we're going through this, we really limit God to like bills or something small, like Jesus, Jesus did miracles all the time. You know, we've dumbed it down a lot in our society to money, to merit, you know, like little, little trivial stuff. It's not trivial if it's done right, but you know what I mean? Like, Lord, I just, I just want this apartment. I just want this car. Like that's nothing for God. That's too easy. Do your job. I'll do mine. God going to work that out. But he is in the supernatural business. Jesus is an extreme healer. You know, so we have to understand that we serve something way powerful than we can even fathom. You know, people, too, too many people try to figure out God. Or they'll ask me like, well, Brittany, why does the Bible say this? I don't know. I don't. For us to get in that man's or that being's head. And try to figure out the workings and inner workings of why and how and our brains would probably explode. <laughs> like, I don't know. Because his 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 know-how is too great, right? But what I do know for sure is he's brought me out of every circumstance. I don't know if I told y'all this. I did tell y'all this, and I never gave God credit for it. Last year, I was diagnosed with autoimmune disease. I was overworked. I was stressed out. I was losing my hair. I probably that's probably why I got more gray than than anything right now. Um, I really went through the ringer with my physical health. Every time I went to the doctor, I was diagnosed with autoimmune disease. 
I have been in dang near perfect health my entire life. I went through specialist after specialist after specialist and nobody could figure out what was wrong, what was causing it. I can feel my body getting weaker. I can feel my, I just felt like I was like, I felt like my body was starting to shut down because what auto, what autoimmune diseases from what I did, my personal research was basically when your cells turn on each other, right? Your body is attacking itself. And a lot of times we let these outside entities kill us. Like I said, I was stressed out, overworked from a job. Do not ever let a job put you in the grave. It is not worth it. Because what we're what we're doing then is saying, I serve this job more than I serve God. Because we should never be that overworked. You know, we're not in the in in the in the times of our ancestors. We should never be that stressed to where we stress ourselves out to the grave. You know why? Because we know who God is and we know how powerful he is and we know that he will come in and turn around any situation. But one thing I do know is last year I miraculously got. uh, There's no ANA detected in your blood work. Hmm. My body recalibrated itself through better eating, not allowing a job to stress me out to the to the utmost. And God had his hand on my life. He knew what to do to move me and maneuver me into the right situations. I was getting more rest. I was I was prioritizing myself and my happiness and in my life and not putting a job before everything else. We put our paychecks too high on a pedestal. He always works it out. He always will. Do not let them folks stress you out to the grave, right? I understand you need that job, but y'all, God is so much bigger than a $5,000 check, a $2,000 check. A, that's, that's nothing to him. He got you that. He can get you some more. So don't ever be fearful. Like I said, when you guys put excellence in first, as long as you do your best and your God's, he's always going to take care of you. No matter what's going on, do not let these folks stress you out to the grave, give causing you all of these problems and the stress. And then also not even other people don't do it to yourself. Watch what you eat, get your exercise, go walking, you know, put some of the sodas away, drink some water, get get those one bag of chips. You don't need all that dessert. You know what I mean? We You got to do the work as well. It's a two way relationship. Right. It's a two-way relationship. And if it's something that you're causing yourself, if it's something that you're doing to yourself, then stop. And if you have an issue with eating, if you have an issue with discipline, pray about it. Ask God, like, God, I'm really struggling in this area in my life. I need your help, please, because I'm incapable of doing it. I don't have discipline. I don't have resistance. I can't not eat this thing. I cannot ask him to work in your life. Last week, I asked God for joy. I said, God, I'm always like, my face is always scrunched up. And I'm, I, I was like, I haven't laughed really hard in a long time. Just down, I was like, Lord, just download joy into me. All week, I have just been extremely happy for no reason. Making myself laugh, laughing at the stupidest stuff, seeing stuff and just be, cracking myself up. Me and Jesus was in church last night. I'm like, don't start Jesus because here you go. Joy. 
Ask God to download into you what you need that you cannot give yourself. So if it is discipline, if it is more faith, come to God and be like, you know what? I'm really freaked out right now. I need I need download faith in me so strong, Lord, that I just whatever you need. Discipline, consistency, saving, whatever that is that you were struggling with. Stop trying to do it by yourself. You've been trying to do it by yourself 30 some years. It ain't work. It's okay. It ain't supposed to because he doesn't want it to be on you. Because if we do it in our own strength, then we walk around. I did this by myself. He don't want you to have that type of arrogant attitude. He wants you to be like, it was God. I don't. I don't know how it happened. I could, I did a little bit of it, but it was all God. That's what he wants. He wants us to be humble. He wants us to come to him and say, look, I'm struggling in this area. I need your help. And watch him just download and transform you from the inside out. That's what he wants. But you got to have the faith that it's possible. Nothing happens with God without faith. If you do not believe. Why do you, where do you think Disney got all that stuff from? That wasn't Walt Disney being a genius. That's biblical. I believe, I believe, I believe. As kids, we believed everything. We believed we could jump off the couch and fly. I believed that I could be Macaulay Culkin and put water on my steps and let the bad guys fall with ice. Y'all, we believed so much. (laughs) Watching TV and growing up and things like that. Why, Why is our faith in God so small? Why do we feel like we just can't call his name and he makes stuff happen? I don't know what God y'all serve. On the other side of that, though, God is not a genie. God is not a vending machine. You got to be in obedience. The way you get access to that favor, the way that, you know, you get to call and make your request as often as you want to, to be honest, and he show up for real, for real, obedience. I was in church last night, y'all. Oh, and I just felt so good. I, I I really got a feeling of, I'm proud of you. Because I've been really doing a lot of work on myself. And I'm not trying to brag, this is all God. Because God got me here. And God told me why he wanted me, where I'm at, how I'm at, at the age I'm at. He He spoke to me last night. It was, it was amazing. That's another reason why I do not want y'all to stop seeking a good church home. Because it's different when, pe- when people can sing praise and bring God in the room. I can talk to God anytime, but when I'm in that sanctuary, it's just different. It's just, it just moves different, but you never know why he's, he's waiting on you. And that's what today's conversation is, is all about is God is waiting on you to get in line. He's sitting there just waiting on to just download you with blessings and download you and what he's called you to do and download you for all the things that your heart desires. You don't desire half that stuff for nothing. You don't desire that house for nothing. You don't desire that job for nothing. You don't desire that marriage for nothing. You don't desire that mate for nothing. Well, let me go back to marriage because God don't want you to just have a mate. He intends if you want to do the deed and you want to live and you want to grow a family, he intends on marriage, right? But all the things, and don't let people dumb down your desires. If you want to get married, I don't care if you're this and if you don't want to get married, be in alignment with what God wants. Do you want to follow God or do you want to follow man? Do you want to be obedient or do you want to do what you want to do trying to please people of the world? Because I'm going to tell you, that's a dead end right there. That is a dead end. It's not going to get you nowhere. 
all it's all about favor. Let me read Jeremiah 42 and 6. Whether we like it or not, we will obey the the Lord our God to whom we are sending we are sending you with a plea. For we obey him, everything will turn out well for us. That's when they were trying to get out of out of Judah. Jeremiah 42 and 6. Whether we like it or not, we will obey the Lord our God. So it's not about, and the thing is, like I tell y'all all the time, when God wants you to obey, it's not because he's trying to keep you from having the time of your life. He's trying to protect you. He's trying to look out for you. He's telling you, if you do these things, your life will be better. If you do these things, your life will be peaceful. If you do these things, you won't have to worry so much because I got you. It's so, y'all. I've restricted myself from doing a lot of the stuff that I used to do. And my life is so much more peaceful. When I say everything, money, um, friendships, family, my mentality, my mindset, my jobs. When you lean on God, when you operate in excellence, when you really try to do your best. Will will life be perfect at every single turn? No. But there's something that happens where you have when your faith is for real in God, where a, a, a peace comes over you, where you really don't. What are we stressing about? He going to make a way. OK, you say I need three thousand dollars to fix that car. All right. Let me just keep doing. Let me keep tithing. Let me keep sewing. It's going to happen. I ain't worried about it. I ain't worried about it. And a lot of y'all stop tithing because something came up. Don't do that. That's a test. Don't do that. Because when we get paid, 10% is supposed to go to God first. That's his money. He gave you the job. He gave you all of that. Don't be like, I ain't giving that church nothing. Y'all, that is the wrong attitude to have. We are supposed to sow seeds. How is he supposed to bless you financially? You ain't even pay him what, what, what we're supposed to do. That's God's money. You pay God, then you, you do what you're supposed to do with the rest of it. He only wants one. Remember we had that conversation about the 10 pieces of silver? You only want one. And I'm telling you, when you do what you're supposed to do, everything else works out. It's about obedience. I was reading um, Proverbs. Um, oh, no. I'm so sorry, She Amber, that that happened to you. Y'all pray for She Amber. It's okay. That's the thing too. When you guys have your money in a, in a, in a real bank, you'll get your money back. Everything will work out. She Amber, don't worry about that. Everything will work out and don't worry about trying to figure it. Them, those, anybody that steals from you, that's the, that's the devil. Don't, don't worry about that. You'll get your money back. I'm sorry that happened to you. Um, but every dollar you'll get back for sure. Let me see. Ms. Shirley says arthritis, fibromyalgia, and joint pain. Those are my prayer requests. And I know God is still a healer. He is. He is. But don't focus. The thing is, when we're diagnosed with things, we don't focus on it. Right. We, we acknowledge it. And then we do the things. We research the things that are going to heal us. Right. Maybe there are certain foods. I know for, for me, foods are definitely a thing. You know, pay attention to what you're eating, pay attention to what you're doing, keep praying over your body. Do y'all know y'all can pray over your own body in Jesus name? If there's an ailment, if you have a headache, if you 
if you're feeling and I'm sorry that you're 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 going through all that, Miss Shirley. Pray for healing. Pray for healing, y'all. Pray over your own bodies. Anything that anything <laughs> that you uh I'm laughing at melon and honey talking about that was fast. Anything that you need, pray over yourself. There's a there's a song called um I forgot what the song is called. I think it's encur it's called Encourage Yourself. And it says, sometimes you got to speak victory over yourself. Sometimes you got to pray over yourself. It's so you can, you can lay hands on yourself and pray things away in Jesus name and keep praying and keep doing exactly what you're supposed to do and keep taking the medicine, keep doing what you're supposed to do and heal your body from the inside out. Research certain foods that relieve joint pain, certain vitamins that bring back, you know, cartilage or whatever the case may be. And I know they'll tell you, um, well, once it's gone, it's gone. Says who? Says who? That's what man says. Y'all, man, man, I'm gonna tell y'all something about this, right? And I'm not trying to downplay anybody that is in the medical field because y'all work hard, y'all study a lot. Man to this day continues to have to study the body to understand how it works. That's why we see specialists, right? No one person knows every single type, every piece of the, the body and how it functions. I went to the eye doctor and I looked on his chart. There was like a, 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 a diagram of an eyeball, one eyeball. Do you know how many parts are in an eyeball? Let me see if I can pull this up on my iPad. I had no clue. I was just like, oh, it's your, it's your iris and your, you know, I know the basics about the eyeball. Do y'all know how many parts it is to an eyeball? <laughs> and I was just like, wow, God is so meticulous. Um, eyeball diagram. I was like, God is so meticulous. And I'm not talking about these little one-off. It was, it was the, let me see if I can pull this up, make it bigger. It was even more detailed than this. Now, this wasn't as this is not even as detailed as the eyeball that I saw in the doctor's office. Like every single, so you see this? All these little components also have names. All of these little tiny, like this is just a little bit of the eyeball, one little part of our bodies, right? Man is still trying to figure out that doctors continue have to study, have to research, have to figure things out. Man has no clue really about the body. God does. God does. So yes, listen to the doctor, right? I'm not telling you not to do what he says, but also there's another there's a level of faith and a level of obedience in, that we can tap into. God, show me what I should be taking. Send me in the right direction. Bring the right people in my life to heal me from the inside out. Because he gave us everything here naturally to heal us. I'll tell y'all this, the, the government just hid it from us so we can depend on medication. Most of y'all know that. Right? So again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not even a nurse. Not a psychologist. None of that. But I do know who I serve and I do know who healed me. And I do know it was by eliminating a few things out of my life as well. So it was God and then me doing a little bit. But never, never, never underestimate the healing power of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ healed a woman of blood. Jesus Christ 
healed the crippled man, the blind man, the man that couldn't stand up. Do not think that he can't heal you in your in, in anything that you're going through. Our faith can be so rocked by the world and by people and by doctors and by diagnosis and stuff like that, that we'll just accept it. The moment we accept it and we tell ourselves this is what it is, it, your brain will. Our brains are so powerful, y'all. It's, it's ridiculous. That's why they say you have to get in control of your mind. And I'm not talking about Miss Shirley. I'm just talking in general. Have you ever, ladies, let me ask you this. Have you ever thought you were pregnant? Ever just thought you were pregnant? And all of a sudden you get pregnancy symptoms. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't know. And you just you're you, anything that we believe y'all will be conceived. If you think your back hurts, your back is going to hurt. So that's why we have to be careful with taking these diagnoses and, and accepting them. You can say, OK, I hear you. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do, but I'm, I don't I don't accept none of that in Jesus name. Like I rebuke all of that in Jesus name, because the moment you accept it, then there goes your brain and your brain is trying to find. And then we be like, oh, that's why my OK, my foot hurts. All right. And I'm not saying ignore real pain and go get it checked out. I'm not telling y'all to do that. No, don't, you know, do be, be, you guys are smart, be smart. But what I'm saying is you'll be surprised of when, as soon as you accept something, as soon as you accept, as soon as I accepted the ANA, I just started feeling all of these things. Had no clue. I knew something was wrong. That's why I went to the doctor and I was like, something ain't right. Always, always listen to your body and know if something ain't right so you can catch it and work on it and do it right and, and work it out. But I was just like, something ain't right. But as soon as I was diagnosed, instead of me saying, you know what, I see it, I hear you, I'm going to work to make sure that I reverse this. I just accepted it and then started, my health started declining. And it wasn't until I was like, you know what, I'm not doing, nope, 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 I'm not accepting this. Let's figure out what I need to do to heal myself. Come on, God, what we got to do? Negative ANA. So don't, don't always accept everything that people tell you. Don't always accept everything. I'm not saying don't listen to the doctor. You can listen to him and still put your faith on God and still be and do and move. Because at the end of the day, it's your body. What did you eat to get a uh, relief? I don't remember. I just started eating better. I started going to the juice shop. I live in Atlanta. So there's a place called Arden's Garden. And I just started eating better. You know, I haven't, I don't remember the last time I got some fast food. That was probably Chick-fil-A and that was weeks ago. I don't eat a lot of fast food. I cook a lot of my meals. If I do eat out, there are restaurants that are clean. I don't just, y'all should be very particular about what y'all put in y'all mouths. I know that sounds so nasty to say it like that, but everybody should be particular. Are you, should you be exactly perfect? No, but you should be particular about what you put in your mouth and your body. You should be reading labels. We should be looking at like, where was this made? Spend an extra dollar or two. Don't always get the cheapest option. You know, some, some stuff should be organic. Everything don't got to be great value. You know, step out of Walmart sometimes, step out of Target sometimes, like, you know, real grocery stores and really really pay attention to what you put in your body because this is your this is your your system without this you're gone you're you can't do nothing you know you don't need extra bags of chips when i go grocery shopping i talked about this in my 555 people when i go grocery shopping and i understand it's just me 
but I get one bag of the family size. When the one bag is gone, I do not re-up or eat any other chips until I go to the grocery store. When I go to the dessert aisle, I get one dessert. One. And once the dessert is gone for the week or the two weeks or whenever I go grow, then it's gone. I don't have a whole bunch of candy sitting around my house. I might have a couple pieces maybe I done picked up from Halloween or the kids or something. I don't, I don't always stock up on candy. If I go to the cookie section, I get one thing of cookies. Just one. And once the cookies are gone, they're gone. Like we have to control our eating habits, especially as black people. We have to get our eating habits under control. We don't need to fry everything. I'm glad we got air fryers now. I'm glad that we are we are acknowledging our health as, as, a, as a responsibility. If you can't run, walk. Walking is so good for you. Thank God for Zara. Zara gets me out the house at least three, three times a day. You know, go for a walk. If you can't run, go for if you can't go to the gym, lift, lift the water, lift the water things in the in the house. There's so many, there's so many videos on YouTube for fitness. Weights, no weights, gym, no gym. Everybody that made something. You know, um, but it's just eating better. I love fresh juice. And I have a juicer. I'm not juicing. I'm real with myself. I'm not. So I'm gonna go buy it. Saves me time. So be honest with yourself. See the areas you need help. Maybe you need meal prep because you work a lot. Maybe, you know, there's so many, there's so many uh, options now. I don't got time to go to grocery shopping. Well, you can order, you can get your grocery shop, go, groceries ordered. You can do it on the app. They can bring it out to your car. There's no more excuses for us to be like, we can't do better. You don't maybe make it a, make it a thing. We don't go out to, to fast food. One time a week. I don't eat Popeyes anymore. I don't eat. I don't eat McDonald's. Even when I pass it and I'm like, oh, it, it may be, you know, it's easier for me to just eat McDonald's while before I go home. I pass it because I think about what I'm putting in my body. McDonald's is good in the moment. And then as soon as your your food starts trying to digest, trying to digest, it's, it's torture. You know. So. You know, I just don't eat Panda Express. They got an F on their ratings with their meat. I was, I was, it was a radio thing one day and they were rating the meat of these fast food industries. Taco Bell, F. Panda Express had an F. Y'all, we don't know where they're getting this meat from. It could be rat meat. Everything ain't, everything ain't beef. We have no, these, especially if you live in America, y'all, they do not care what they feed us. And if we don't know that by now, where you been? They don't care what they give us, especially in our communities. When you go to certain areas and neighborhoods, you don't see no McDonald's and Popeye's and, and Wendy's. Go to the nice neighborhoods. You see a Whole Foods or a, you, you'll see a Chick-fil-A. But you won't see all of these fast food establishments. You won't see no Taco Bell. You know what I mean? So they don't care. So you have to be, you are the, especially if you're the, if you're the person that grocery shops in your family, if you're the person that feeds the family, male or female, it is your responsibility to make sure that you and your family are getting decent, nutritious foods. My kid doesn't like vegetables. Who cares? Oh, and it's another thing for parents. And again, I'm not a parent. Stop giving your kids options. 
you're eating something and they don't want it because you allow them not to eat what you eat. Then you up here making pizza and chicken nuggets and, and fries. And that's all they eat. They don't eat no vegetables. You know, if they're having a hard, if you're having a hard time getting them to eat fruits and vegetables, put it in a smoothie, make the smoothie sweet with some strawberries and some berries, but stop giving them alternatives to what y'all are eating. Cook one time, make one thing they will eat if they're hungry. If they're not hungry and they don't want it and they throw hissy fit, you don't force them to eat, then they can eat some fruit. Okay. You're not going to eat this. Your option is some fruit. I don't want it. Well, I'm sorry. This is what we're eating. And once you kick the habit of them, because this is what happens with kids. As soon as they know, and I used to be a camp counselor. I used to work with kids. I do work with kids. So I know how kids operate. I study kids. I've watched documentaries. This is why I know this. When kids see that they can get away with something from one person, that is how they're going to act. Even kids don't know if they like things until they try it. My home girl, I've seen one of the girls that I'm cool with. She told her daughter that she was going to make McDonald's chicken nuggets from home. So they put them in the air fryer. She did the whole thing. And then her daughter said that she didn't like the nuggets. Of course, she's not going to like those nuggets. They don't taste like the fast food because they put, it's like kid crack, right? (laughs) It's like kid crack. But the option would be like, okay, well, if you don't want to eat that, that's fine. I'm not going to force you to eat it. But then you can have some fruit. You have some grapes. You can have an apple. You can have a banana. I don't want that. Because kids will play off of whatever you will allow them to do. When my nieces and nephews come over my house, they don't get free range over the snacks. Kids should not just be able to go in the pantry and grab whatever they want when they want. Kids have no self-control. They're undisciplined. They're children. They are children, right? They should be monitored. They're not allowed to just go into the refrigerator whenever they want to. Hey, Auntie BB, I'm hungry. Okay. Well, Auntie BB is going to cook in about an hour. So until then, you have two options. You can go get some fruit. Have you had a snack yet? Yeah, I already had my my chips. Okay, well, you already had chips, so you can't, one bag. You can't have, in a small one, you can't have another bag of chips. You can go get some fruit. Okay, so they either go to the fruit bowl where they have a few fruit options and eat a piece of fruit, which they've done, or they just don't eat and they wait until they're, because to me, then that means you're not really hungry. And some of my kid would never, because you allow it. It's kids do anything that you allow. Going to church, my kid don't want to go to church. Why is it an option? They need to be either in the sanctuary with you or in children's church. Y'all stop acting like kids are adults. They're not. Of course, they're not going to want to do nothing that they don't want to do. They're not going to want to eat what they don't want to eat. That's just kids. And if you give them other options, they're going to tell you no every time to that and get that other option. But kids should not be just eating chicken nuggets, fries, and pizza. That's unhealthy for them. And I'm telling you, if you don't kick the habit of health at a young age, they're going to grow up and be obese, thick. Like I, it, it bothers me when I see thick little kids around because it, it really does. It breaks my heart because it shouldn't be like that. When I was a little girl, my grandma used to make me drink prune juice. She would put a little tiny bit in the glass and I'd be like, Grammy, I don't want to drink it. She'd be like, just drink a little bit. It's good for you. And I would drink a little bit. It's nasty. I don't like it. She'd be like, drink a little bit more. It's good for you. She never forced me. She never yelled at me. But it was like anytime I had green beans, Grammy, I don't want that. Eat three for me, baby girl. Just eat three. Eat three. Be a strong, like hype your kids. Especially if you got a boy 
Oh boy, you better eat that those strong vegetables. Come on, it's gonna make you strong like Superman. It's gonna make you strong like PK Mask. That's how PK Mask is strong. He eats his vegetable. Y'all gotta hype kids up. Come on now, it's manip they manipulate you, manipulate your kids a little bit in a positive way. <laughs> but they have to eat fruits and vegetables. Give them smoothies because once they start eating healthy, they're going to like it. They only eat what you provide them. So if you provide them unhealthy food, they're gonna want unhealthy food. That's just unhealthy food just tastes better. It just is what it is. But if you tell them, hey, nope, this is what we're eating. You can either get some fruit if you don't want to eat this. If not, then you're not hungry. Believe me, kids will eat eventually. Especially if they're of the talking age. They will eat eventually. Mommy, I don't want that. I want chips. No chips right now. Y'all just be stern. It's okay. Your kids are not going to like you all the time. I hate you. Okay, I hated my mom too. It's fine. And you know that's not true. People tell, kids tell me they hate their parents all the time. They don't know what they're talking about, y'all. They're kids. <laughs> don't take none of that personally. Stop trying to please them all the time. It's okay. They'll be all right with a little discipline. Kids need it. And they appreciate structure. They appreciate discipline. So it's okay. But you are responsible for your children's health and your health. So make sure we're eating right. Make sure we're providing the right food. I know I went off on a little tangent about this, but I'm very passionate because it breaks my heart when I see fluffy kids. It's like, who is feeding them all this food? Why do they have access to all these treats and chips and junk and soda? No, you get one. Are right, you already had your one soda that uh, this one soda, this, you, you know what I mean? Like y'all have to, uh, good morning, daddy. Um, it's, it's, we gotta, we gotta, your body is your temple. Thank you. Um, one first Corinthians three and 16, 17, your body is your temple. I appreciate that. Corinthians six, 19 to 20. Absolutely. Thank you, daddy. Um, Percy says my 13 year old niece is already overweight weight. And I was told not to say anything because it was uh, because I was going to say something about it. You don't say anything to the child. It's not the child's fault. You say something to the parent. What's going on? Why is my niece overweight? Like, what are, what are we feeding her? Y'all, and as a village, let me just tell y'all this. I check them kids at my, my nieces and nephews. They don't play with me. I check the kids at church and I don't do it in a disrespectful, nasty way. You can say, hey, 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 keep your hands to yourself. And if your parent has an issue, come come get your parent. But I know when I explain the situation, they're going to understand why I said something. But when it comes to kids being up, that's that's go to the parent. What's going on? Is he OK? Because what happens is if you don't get it under control while they're children, they're going to be out of control when they're when they're adults. I used to eat like this all the time. Yeah. Ask my so when I went to move with my dad, I'm shout out to my dad, right? If y'all have to go to work, I love you. Have a beautiful, blessed day. Um, I used to, so when I moved with my dad, I my mom was going through a divorce. My world was really chaotic. My stability was out the window, and my mom was working two jobs day and night. And I was helping raise my 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 two younger siblings that were two and three. Because my mom would work during the day and she would work at night trying to make ends meet after her divorce. So I got used to eating 
fast food, eating just horribly, horribly, right? And because I didn't have a lot of adult supervision, I just did what I wanted to do. There was nobody telling me what to do, how to do, because I was just living on my own while my mom was busting her butt working. Then it came a point where my mom was like, it's time for you to go live with your dad. Like, I'm stressed out. I'm going through a lot. You know, just go live with your dad for a while. So when I moved and lived with my dad, it was like a whole culture shock because y'all, my dad, my people from the South. Okay. My daddy's from Georgia, born and raised. So it was yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. He was really on that discipline stuff. And I thank God for that season in my life as a kid, because had I not went to live with my dad and my stepmom at the time, I would have probably been out of control. Not because my mom wasn't a good mom. She just was working so much that she wasn't around to take care of me the way I needed to be taken care of. That's just facts, right? And I still I love my mom to death and I understand what she was going through at the time. I just needed way more stability and way more structure. And my dad, they didn't play that. He sat the plate down. I was like, oh, I don't eat that. I don't eat lima beans. I don't eat. What is this? I had an attitude, y'all. I was like, I eat fast food. I eat McDonald's. I don't know what this is. And they no provisions. Wasn't no extra meals being made. Wasn't like, okay, well, we'll just go get you McDonald's. My daddy was like, this is what you eating or you not eating. And after a while, I started demolishing my plates, y'all. Lima beans is like one of my favorite dishes to this day because my dad was like, no, you're going to eat them beans. Now, they never forced food down my throat. They never like berated or belittled me to eat my food. It was just like, you're going to eat this or you ain't going to eat. And if I sat there long enough, they'd be like, all right, go to bed. You know, and after a while, when I just started being like, all right, well, let me just try it. I got to sit here. I'm going to try it. I ended up loving it. And I used to kill my plates after a while. So don't think for whatever reason that, you know, you're supposed to just give in to your children all the time. And shout out to my dad for that time in my life. Because um, if it wasn't for him and my stepmom, it would I would have been, who knows? Y'all probably wouldn't even be seeing me right now. And then that's the time of my life where I got to know God because I was going to church with my grandma every Sunday, no matter what. Okay. Every Sunday I was in church with my grandma. So if it wasn't for that pivotal time in my life and it wasn't that long, I would probably not be the person sitting here in front of you. Who knows where I would be if it wasn't for my dad and my stepmom and my grandma. So shout out to them. Shout out to them Georgia Southern roots. You feel me? But why do kids have all these options? I'm so confused. But I love you guys so much. I hope you guys have a beautiful and blessed day. I hope that you guys got something out of this conversation. Again, shout out to my parents. Shout out to my dad, my grandma, my other mama, Miss May. Um, I love them so much. But I hope you guys just live amazing lives. Live the life God is calling you to live. Be be obedient. Um, Answer the call. Have faith. Have a huge faith. I understand the Bible says have faith of a mustard seed, but we need more than that. If y'all ever seen how small a mustard seed is, make your faith abundant. Make your faith abundant. Step out on faith. Lean on God. God loves you. I love you. Get Read your Bible, y'all. Get you a physical one. These are cool. These are cool for like Bible study and going to church. But get you a good physical Bible, take some notes, get into a good Bible-based church. Do not let church hurt stop you from your connection with the body of Christ. Y'all, I'm telling you, telling you, 
telling you, Diamond said, uh, my mom did not play about food. If we didn't want to eat, <laughs> say going to go eat, <laughs> eat it or wear it. <laughs> we ate it. <laughs> yes. Won't he do it? My dad said, won't he do it? <laughs> <laughs> my daddy, no, I was a handful and I, and I appreciate my dad because one thing I did not know growing up is how hard he was working at the, at, at the time. I didn't know he was like in school and working full time and trying to raise a daughter that he had never met and, you know, trying to be the best husband he can. And he busted his butt and tried to be a great example. He was, and I'm so thankful for my relationship with my dad. So no matter what y'all, y'all can heal those relationships and give your parents a break. Give your parents a break. You never know what they were going through at the time that they were trying their best to, to be the best parents for you. But I love you, daddy. Thank you. Yes, you guys have a blessed and prosper, pros, prosperous, prosperous, prosperous day. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Shirley. Oh, you guys have a beautiful day. I will see y'all tomorrow for Friday. All right, y'all. I love you. Bye. Bye.